Your new way to wake up in Cork. Red FM Breakfast with KC. Red FM Breakfast with KC on Cork. Talking Tinder tales in a moment. We've got the pop quiz on the way, a thousand euro. And we did it again, 40,000 euro going to Clannacilty. And we've reloaded the cash machine today. It's amazing. This is Red FM Breakfast with KC on Cork's Red FM. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Friday. <laughs> Friday into the weekend, weather's looking gorgeous. A lot of you going out dating tonight? Ooh. Nice. I'm talking to you, uh, Tinder Brigade. Well, what is there? This Tinder, this Hinge, this Grinder. I don't know anything else really about them. I just I hear all the cool kids talking about it. That's it. We kind of missed the boat on that, correct? Didn't we? Had to do it the old-fashioned way, Rory. Yeah. If Tinder was around in my day, it would have been just another avenue for women to say no to me. Ah, <laughs> oh, Rory. I know. Sad, isn't it? Yeah. Only fishing for compliments, Vic. I know. <laughs> I fell right any. to that one. <laughs> I remember the days. You just have to. Uh, you'd be on the circumference of the dance floor waiting for the old slow sets to drop the old slow nod yeah. like what was this 1971 is it I never want to dance again yeah definitely and 1971 <laughs> <laughs> not that old <laughs> slow sets for those of you who went frequented nightclubs in the late 90s they it, it died out You'd wait, the DJ would play three slow sets a night, usually three slow songs, and that was your moment to pounce. If you were keeping an eye on somebody in the club, this was this was Tinder back in the day. Yeah. This is this was your swiping right was the slap you got across the face <laughs> <laughs> when they said no. <laughs> That's how it worked out. So Tinder Tales this morning. I want you to meet Sophia Franklin. Hi, Sophia. Sophia Franklin, this is what she has put up on her post. She's a kind of an influencer lady. She's got business lady, a lot of followers. A lot of fans, but she gives out some dating advice. I'm not joking. I have asked the last three dudes I've dated for their bank account info on the first date. Bank account info for first date. No mess. And she wants to see your balance before you're even getting to eat. Do you want my opinion? Yeah. I just think that's disgusting. Or maybe she's just like, maybe this is the way that it is. Like, she's cutting through all the bull. No, it's really ugly. Straight into it. Is she looking for, like, the bick and eye ban, or is she just looking for the balance? <laughs> she wants to see the balance. All right. Yeah. <laughs> the Bic and I ban. She hasn't got half an hour. Well, maybe she has. <laughs> Outside Isaacs and McCartan Street going, so that's I-K-A-I-B <laughs> 44. <laughs> um, this is unbelievable as well. Uh, a woman has uh, posted her, her tale, her Tinder tale of what happened to her. There's a man out there on Tinder and Hinge. His name is Joshua. Had a great date with him. Ended up Going back to his special cuddles, the works. Yeah. She woke up in the morning, he dropped her shoes. <gasps> yeah. What? The not Mar- the shoes. The Mary Janes were stolen. Mary Janes? Not the Mary Janes, Vic. Oh. It was given to her as a birthday gift. It was a birthday gift from her father. It cost about 900 quid, apparently. <laughs> shoes were gone, he was gone. I mean, that's awful. Took the brogues. Why would you spend 900 quid on a pair of shoes? Oh, <laughs> but this is a warning to all of you Tinder tailors this morning if you're heading out over the weekend. It's a, actually, everybody can learn from this. Watch when, your shoes. Not so much watch your <laughs> shoes. When you go to a restaurant and you're having a bit of grub and you get the wine menu, don't be afraid to ask how much it is. And especially if they give you a wine menu and there's no pricing. <gasps> yeah. Have a listen to what happened to this lady. 
girl at work told me this story this morning. It's going to make you lol massively. Um, so basically, a friend of hers uh, went on a Tinder date to the Shard for some drinks. So she, when she got there, she was like, ordered herself this like £50 bottle of wine. Anyway, when her Tinder date arrived, um, he sort of had some, he was like, oh yeah, that's really nice. They ordered like a couple more bottles. Anyway, when the bill came, it was £15,000. And she'd re- re- misread the menu and she thought it was 50. It was £5,000 per bottle. She was then like, I can't pay this. Like, what the hell? The, tin- the guy on the Tinder date was like, I thought it was a £50 bottle of wine. Like, She then had to get the manager over and was like, I'm really sorry, but I, I cannot afford £15,000. He was like, well, can you pay retail price, which is nine grand? She was like, no, I still can't pay nine grand. And she was like to people, like, why the hell didn't you warn me? And they were like, well, we get billionaires that come in here. Like, we don't ask people because it can like be insulting anyway she now has a direct debit set up to the shard I literally was like are you me for the next 10 years there's a direct debit coming out of her account every single month to pay like top that one for me please anyway I don't want to put you off going out this weekend but if you're you know if you're tinder tailing have a good one uh, Red FM Breakfast. I woke up today with this feeling. Let's get some money. Red FM Breakfast with KC. Money. Show me the money. This is the 1,000 euro pop quiz. Show me the money. Yeah, if you put in all that effort, at least you get a mall at the end of the, <laughs> at the, end of the night. Uh, Marin, how are you? Hi, I'm good, thanks. How are you? Good, not too bad at all. How's, uh, how's the weekend looking? What are we up to? Fine, uh, working, unfortunately. Oh, no. <laughs> Was this a short straw or is this a regular thing for you? I know it's regular. Ah. Reg- regular worker, okay. Uh, what do you do with yourself? Um, I'm a veterinary. Very oh, good. She's so, one of the good people. And um, where are you working? I'm working in Blarney. In Blarney. Well, you better get, tell us the exact place now so we can give them a little shout out for all your veterinary needs. Yes. Um, I'm working in Blarney, veterinary clinic. Okay. Very good. They are. Can I ask you a little question here? Are you on speakerphone because it's very hard to hear you? You sound, you sound like you're down the toilet in the vet's clinic. Can you hear me better now? That's much better. Sorry. It's very important that we can hear you and you can hear us, yeah. because we're about to give you a thousand euro. Okay? Okay. The answer to number two is Carrie's tone, because it's Friday, I've just been a bit generous, okay? okay. You've got the first one, you've got the second one. Let's give it a lot, Lauren. Let's play in three, two, one. What is the first name of the singer with the Coronas? Danny or Donny? Danny. What soap is set in Carrie's tone? Fair City, well done. Question number three. Which Kardashian was married to Kanye West? Was married to Kanye West? Kim Kardashian. Question number four. What kind of music are ACDC? Um, kind of heavy metal. Question five. Kean De Crow, is he from Cork or Dublin? Um, he's from Dublin. Question six. How many Lord of the Ring movies are there? Uh, three. Question seven. Which started first, Instagram or Facebook? Um, Facebook. Question eight. Rita Ora is in a relationship with who? Oh, um, Taki. Uh, Go on, your clothes. Oh, God. It's Taki. I don't know his second name. But question nine. Which, jo- which Jonas brother has filed for divorce? Joe Jonas. And question ten. Who's the lead singer with Guns N' Roses? Uh, Axel Rose. Axel Rose. Right on the button. Right on the button. You can relax now, Mirren. Let me go through these and see if we've got a thousand euro for you here. Danny Corona is correct. Fair City is correct. And Kim Kardashian is correct. ACDC or rock or metal? Yeah, we'll take that. 
How many Lord of the Rings movie were there? There are three. Facebook came first. Yeah. That is correct. And then they bought Instagram for a billion and it's worth a hundred billion now. That's good going. Question number eight. Rita Ora is in a relationship with who? Taika Waititi. I'll take yeah. that because you were a Tika Taika. You were, yeah, kind of, you were close enough, close. okay? <laughs> Joe Jonas is correct for number nine. Axel Rose is correct for number 10. We're one question away from €1,000 on a Friday morning to get you into the weekend singing and dancing. On the pop quiz, is Keen De Crow from Cork or Dublin? You said Dublin. He's from Cork. Oh! He is a Cork, proud, proud Cork man. He is Passage West, isn't it? In and around that neck yeah, of the woods, I think. Yeah. Oh, Mirren, I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's not okay. You did really well, by the way, Mirren. Nine out of ten. We were like a county away from a grand. Yeah. So it means you're you're coming back to play again soon in the next couple of weeks. We'll keep your number here. We're going to bring you back for another round of it. I'm so sorry you missed that. Well done, Mirren. Okay, thanks anyway. Listen, you were great. Well done. She's going to go and save some animals now. So you know, that's well. Look, that's really what true heroes are all about. You got a 50 euro voucher from Easy Living Interiors, so that's on the way to you. And we will talk to you another morning. Okay. Have a lovely day. Bye. Ah, for God's sake, when are we going to give away this cash? We're so close, though, aren't we? We're getting there. Another 9 out of 10. We'll bring it back on Monday morning just after 8. That is the 1,000 euro pop quiz only on Cork's Red FM. For easy living interiors, Eastgate Retail Park, Paladuff, North Point Business Park and Maham Point Retail Park. Uh, we're, we're in for a big weekend of rugby, it's as huge. you know. Uh, I've asked you to have a little bit of crack with this. Okay. And let's do Rory's World Cup Rugby Bingo. So, for the game tomorrow, when we're taking on Romania, things will happen during the match, okay? Okay. Now, if you can remember these and just tick them off as they go along, if they happen. If you get a full house, message us on Monday and we'll see if we can get you a little, we'll gather a little prize. Um, I don't know, Victoria will take you out for a burger or something. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to do that, but anyway. So, World Cup Rugby for the game tomorrow at 2.30. What have you got? All right, so Ireland Rugby World Cup Bingo. Ireland facing Romania, 2.30 tomorrow in Bordeaux. That so, was not me. That was the chair. Honest to God. Yeah, right. So, so like not, I, st- I stood on a cat. <laughs> I'm not buying that at all. Do you want to get more out of your system before I go? Or are you okay? <laughs> See, yep, it's yep, my yep. F- <laughs> definitely a cat. Yeah. So what we <laughs> what we are looking out for during Ireland's clash with Romania tomorrow, we want you to find or see. Can you see during the game or hear during the game? Okay, a shot of a person dressed as a leprechaun. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Peter O'Mahony laughs in the face of an opponent. Yeah, uh, whilst holding the scarf of the neck, probably. The commentator <laughs> mentions either Ronan O'Gara speaking French or Ronan O'Gara's touchline fracas. Okay. Okay. You see an Irish flag with the Cork Rugby Club's name on it okay. preferably, preferably with on tour at the bottom yeah <laughs> we want a shot of an Irish fan crying during Ireland's call yeah we want an inflatable shamrock brilliant a person in the crowd holding more than one beer <laughs> <laughs> always somebody yep. dressed as a French mime and okay. our absolute banker Johnny Sexton complaining to the referee 100% if you can get a full house on that tomorrow if all of those happen uh, just write them down and get in contact with us on Monday morning okay Rory thank you very much World Cup bingo round one ladies and gentlemen of Cork we did it again 40 grand gone out the door let's meet the next cash machine winner this is Red FM Breakfast with KC on Cork's Red FM coming up next Red FM Breakfast. Good morning. 
Welcome to the weekend. Switch Disco and Ella Henderson together. That's React. 8.38 in the morning. Yesterday on the show, we were shouting about massive jackpots right across today. Then Barry made that phone call. Where's the number stash? Did you write it down? Uh, I wrote it down, yeah. What does it say there? It says €40,529.62. Is correct. Congratulations, Rafir. Thank you. You really weren't expecting this, were you? No, not really, but it is It is. It is helpful. What's the first thing you're thinking of? Probably then I'm going to get some of the charity and the rest. Um, I'll do something for my daughter. Oh, wow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Good morning, Jafir. Good morning. Hello. How, has it sunk in? You've just bagged 40,000 <laughs> euro on the cash machine. It was amazing. Oh, oh my God. Did, 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 did you sleep last night at all? Of course, yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Good man. Was there a little bit of a party last night? <laughs> um, no, I was I was actually you know working. Um, yeah, it's a little bit with my you know uh, with my daughter. Okay. Yeah. Oh wow! Now this is really really kind because I know you mentioned to Barry yesterday uh, that you want to give some of this to charity. Is there a charity that's close to your heart? Uh, yeah, but um, just looking at like if you're looking at the world news and all these things, so it's so hurtful, you know, because people are you know all over the world mm-hmm. and a lot of things are happening, you know. So you have you um, have lots of charities around the world that you would like to help out, which is amazing. I'd like to help out on that. Brilliant. Yeah, that's right. that's yeah, a, that yeah. is so kind of you. Not all about all about me. You know, yeah. Well, listen, you know. it's so it's so good when you when you don't expect to have a lump sum of money in your life and you know that you can help other people. It's a very special Correct. thing. Yes. I, yes. I wish you nothing but happiness and happy spending and get something nice for you as well you did all the hard work okay definitely (laughs) good man so lovely to meet you uh, Jafar have a lovely day and an amazing weekend and enjoy that 40,000 euro thank you I appreciate for your call take care man well done outstanding that check is going to Clannacilde alright congratulations we're so happy for you do you want to do it again? Yeah. Call on. Red FM's Cash Machine. It has been loaded, and this is a guaranteed, guaranteed jackpot again this morning. So well done. We've had it just an incredible week. Just an absolutely incredible week of winners. Today, we will have a guaranteed winner of over 50,000 euros. Fix VIPs. Vic's got the vips. Yeah, we were talking about this earlier. So two current and 14 former employees of The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon have claimed that it's a toxic workplace. Oh, here we go again. Um, Like, I was surprised by this, but you were kind of saying that maybe the pressure of the job creates a bit of a... Yeah, it's a a high-pressure gig. Yeah. You know, it's uh, every day. They're in there all day. Like yeah. putting putting together two hours of TV. I think I think Jimmy Fallon's on every night of the week, isn't he? Five I think so. Yeah. So that's a, it's a big show, all right? But it this... doesn't give you like it doesn't give you any excuse to treat people like dirt if you're on the set. But there's 14 people now that have said, yeah, he was horrible to us. Yeah. Uh, it's a nasty place to work. And that's 14 former employees yeah. and now two current employees. So it's probably still going on allegedly. But this yeah. feels a little bit like Ellen DeGeneres. It's Ellen, Ellen Part Two. Yeah. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see what he has to say and. How how he comes out of that. Also, Irish actress okay, Saoirse Ronan. Well done. There you go, you see? It's Friday. She's been paying tribute to Sinead O'Connor and she's been describing the pride that she feels in fellow Irish women actors. I think it's a wonderful feeling to be on stage 
and kind of feel like you've got some sort of control over what you're doing because that's such a terrifying environment to be in especially if you don't do it all the time and she's also been saying that um she never takes for granted the incredible stock that she comes from i'd say that's the same as you is it i'm from i'm from mayo proper stock. stock yeah oh. chicken stock beef stock <laughs> <laughs> potato stock she was actually born in new york was she? I never knew that. I, I tried to find her accent now because it's quite like it's a pushing all over she's the place. She's Dublin, isn't she? I, yeah, exactly. But she's got like bits of Midlands and God knows where. I think she's brilliant. Outstanding. I'm a bit of a super fan, I have to say. I love her in Brooklyn. Did you see Brooklyn? Uh, no, I haven't seen that yet. Oh, it's a great film. I love her in that. Okay. Yeah, and she's been doing it since she's been like little, Ickle, little. In Ickle Tiny. Yeah, she's done loads of films. Saoirse Ronan. Keep, yeah. Keep it rocking. Stay with us. Garrod Farrelly. If you're a Joanne McNally fan, you would have seen him rocking the marquee. He's coming to Cork. We'll chat to him next. Red FM Breakfast with KC. Red FM Breakfast with Casey. Good morning. Kylie Minogue, Padam, on a Friday morning. One of the best comedians on the circuit at the moment is coming back to Cork. Red FM with Casey on Cork. Gerald Farley, good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Cork, boy. It's lovely to be here. I've had a great time in Cork so far. Yeah, I've been here for like about... 15 hours. Sure, sure, you're part of the furniture now. You were in a tent last summer with 5,000 hammered Cork <laughs> women. Uh, yourself and Joanne McNally, you were Joanne's excellent warm-up act. Uh, how was that for you? Because doing comedy in a small room with maybe 100 people in front of you or 50 people in front of you, you know, you can manage expectations. You know what's yeah. going on. A tent, a circus tent with 5,000 people in it is a different affair. Is it, it, is. Is it a harder performance? Uh, I mean, at this point, I'm very well used to drama and Ali's audiences and they yeah. are, I mean, they are different to any audience. Like, I'm doing comedy 12, no, more, 14 years, I think, and yeah. I have never encountered anything like those roomfuls of women that are just up for like they are honest but like, it's a, it's it's a, a huge it's a huge night out for them and they've been oh, brilliant they're planning it for months yeah they're, but yeah. they're the best because yeah. I've like the comedy that I've done for years I like I did lots of supports for Neil Delamere and, and people like that and, and it's lads sitting there glaring at you and, come on make us laugh come on make us laugh then <laughs> whereas this is the girls they're out for the night and they're like we are up for a good time yeah. I, they're the, the most fun gigs I've ever done like the audience they've been just Oh my God, they're brilliant. Because as well as your career, which has been going stratospheric, um, Joanne, over the last couple of years, what she's done is, it's mind-boggling, the numbers and the gigs. It's phenomenal. Like, yeah. I mean, when we were during the pandemic, like, I've been friends with Joanne for years, and uh, I, like, we used to have these Zoom chats, mm-hmm. uh, myself and Joanne, where she was in her attic in her man's, and I was at home in my spare room, and we were talking about, like, well, like what's going to become a comedy? And I, I thought, well, I'm out. Like, I, I think I'm done. I've had my day. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I... I I didn't have any interest in going forward with it. I thought, you know, like we're all striving to like do Vicar Streets or do, you know, yeah, that yeah, sort of yeah. thing. And I was like, maybe it won't happen. Maybe you're maybe you're just wasting your time. Like, um, and Joanne then just said to me, oh, we'll just do my tour as like a one last hurrah. Okay. And I was like, you must be joking. The last thing I need <laughs> is to be going around the country with you. No, you're grand. Uh, and she just ha- kept at me for months. Yeah. Uh, and then I eventually agreed to it and then it, it turns out, like, I mean, it was, it was absolutely life-changing. But, it, but it's been life-changing for every comedian in the country. Of course. Because there's now, like, in Dublin alone, there's now, like, 70,000 people that I don't think went to comedy for before. I think Joanne McNally has brought this massive new audience into comedy. So she has changed the game. 
She has changed the game. And I tell her that often. I like, incredible. You know, you're, you're kind of like the mammy of Irish comedy now. Um, what is your style on stage, would you describe it for anyone that hasn't seen it? Is it is it outgoing, eccentrically flamboyant? Is it What, what is it? I don't it? know. You see, somebody said to me, it was actually Alan Tiernan said to me years ago, um, that whenever I used to do a gig, if I was annoyed about something beforehand, like if I was giving out yards in the dressing room to, yeah. like, to her or to, or to one of my friends, I'd go on and I'd have this ripper of a gig and she's like, Girls, you are at your funniest when you're absolutely outraged by something. Yeah. So I think that my comedy, it's probably, I'm probably a little bit mean. I'm probably a little bit, um, I do love giving out. I, and I sometimes forget it's a gig. I yeah. sometimes just think we're having this conversation. She's just having a bitching <laughs> session. Instead. Yeah, which is yeah. not great, really. Yeah. Like, you know. Well, what, do you, what, um, rage, what could you get outraged about? What, what upsets you? I get outraged about absolutely everything. But it's always the small things. Like what? Do you know what I mean? Like, um, oh God, let me think. What am I talking about in this show? Like relationships at the moment. Okay. Like, uh, Festivals is something that I, I can't bear. Like my uh, my boyfriend loves a festival. You know, like music festivals, electric picnic all together now. And you can't hack them. Oh God, I can't. Are you one of those them. that freaks out if there's no toilet roll and but you have to queue for the I, old dirty camping tracks. for me is a premier in. Oh no, uh, camping is like, a no no. Yeah, Get three it. star hotel minimum. That I consider that camping. <laughs> yeah. Like if I'm. <laughs> like if I'm in a hotel where the television at the isn't at the end of the bed, I consider I'm roughing it, right? <laughs> I don't need I don't need to be camping in a filthy field yeah. with loads of filthy people Sheep watching bands I've never heard of. Yeah. Like the first time me and my boyfriend, we, we, the year we got together, we uh, I was doing electric picnic. He was like, I love electric picnic. I was like, Well, come, yeah, oh yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm, you know, I'll make your life better. Stick with me, baby. <laughs> uh, I almost murdered him when we were putting up the tent. Like, I genuinely <laughs> thought that this is it's over. I can't, I can't deal with this. This can't be my life. Yeah. And um, we went to the food truck. Then about a half an hour later, because he's a scientist, he's very prepared. Like when he does a festival, he's analytical about everything. He, yeah, yeah. Very analytical. Yeah, yeah. He's everything in his Ziploc bags. Yeah. You know, like always, his wet wipes at festivals. Like he's just very prepared. And we went up. We were ordering chips, and we got cokes. And it was, you know, the way they like they take the bottle bottle top off the coke. Yeah. So yeah, they handed us the cokes, took the bottle cups, and I was like, I can't even have a bottle top. And we were walking away. And he just took two bottle tops out of his bag. And put them back on. And gave one to me. And I was just like... What? Where did you find this fella? I've never been so aroused in my life. I was like, put your (laughs) chips down. We're going straight back to the tent. (laughs) I swear. I was like, that's it. We've been together ever since. That's it. Sealed the deal. (laughs) So so bottle tops did the deal. Yeah. Completely. It's incredible. Completely. Go and see this man. He's absolutely outstanding live. Get your tickets from the Everyman. It's going to be great to have you back in Cork. And... uh, you know, it's, it's, it is one kind of a place where if they like you, they let you know, but they like you down here, you know? <laughs> Thanks for popping into us. Thank you so much. All right, Garrod Farley, live at the Everyman. Uh, tickets through the website if you want to check them out. Don't miss them. FM Breakfast with Casey, Nathan Daw and Sweet Lies and the Sweet Like Chocolate sample thrown in there. Red FM Breakfast with Casey. All the latest things. They say there's no such thing as bad publicity and uh, it's always the case when it comes to Ryanair. You see, I just, I, I can't trust them anymore because they're so good at this crack. I know. They're so good at marketing. Yeah. And I love the fact that if you're if you're watching Ryanair on, on Instagram and someone's complaining, they just go all in on them. They just annihilate people. Yeah, they do, yeah. And people love to see a bit of tongue-in-cheek. I mean, the, the stuff Ryanair's socials, whoever's running it must be like a full-time comedian. I don't know who they are. <laughs> but yesterday, uh, Michael O'Leary, eco-activist um, near the headquarters in Brussels, pied him in the face. Huh? Yeah, did you not see this? No. It's all over the place. So he was, he was addressing some kind of pilot strike. 
and uh, he was standing up and he gathered the press one woman ran up pied him from the front it kind of got him on the side of the face and then somebody came in from the back and smacked into the side of the head. Oh, I wish I'd been there. Yeah, you, why, to, to, to assist or to just to... Either or, really. <laughs> uh, the incident happened yesterday morning as O'Leary was preparing to hand in a petition when he was uh, approached by the, the eco-activist. And, uh, like, I mean, OK, you're an eco-activist, but now what you've done, you've wasted a load of cream and you've put two, <laughs> two paper plates on the ground and ran off. Do you know what I mean? Okay? So, you know, stay in your lane there, lads. Counterproductive. Stay in your lane. Do you drink uh, coffee? Uh, I'm a tea bag myself. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a coffee. No, I'm person. not either. But there's loads of them out there. Apparently, you can now read the beans. Like you know, you read people's tea leaves. And uh, this is what it says about you. Depending on what kind of coffee you drink, if you drink a flavored coffee, you're the happiest and the funniest of people. If it's an iced coffee, you're the life and soul of the party and the best lovers. Flavored coffee, yeah. like a little bit of iced vanilla. Iced coffee, the... yeah. Well, I don't know if the flavor. Yeah, exactly. That's okay. the flavored iced coffee. I actually quite like iced coffee, and I don't drink coffee, but I like an iced coffee. Mm-hmm. So basically. I'm life and soul of the party and the best lover. Double espresso, you're well-travelled and you're well-read. If you're an espresso, you're most likely to have a degree. Espresso. Yeah. I'm so brainy. Yeah. <laughs> if it's a mocha, you're the sexiest. All if right. If it's a flat white, you're honest and trustworthy. If it's an Americano, you're a straight talker and you're hardworking. Cappuccino, satisfied with life. Latte, people pleaser. And an Americano, comfortable in your own skin. And that was this morning's caffeine star signs. There you go. <laughs> That's exactly what that was. <laughs> um, late, late show fans, next week, uh, Patrick Kilty is uh, taking over the Late Late Show. Uh, hopefully, we'll get a chat with him. We'll see. He's going to be very busy doing some press next week. And yeah. we hope to have him on the show. A lot of people giving out the fact that they'd removed the owl from the logo. You know, the oh, legendary yeah. Late Late Show owl. But they put a teaser out yesterday with Patrick Keelty, the back of his head, and his head just does a full 180 degree, like oh. an owl, indicating the owl is back. Yay! So due to uh, public pressure on that one. And uh, good news for pubs, even though pubs are closing all over the shop, because of the Irish rugby team and yeah. being number one in the world, Ireland's Six Nations Grand Slam helped spark an 11% boost uh, in trade uh, across Cork and across the country. And I think this weekend, uh, with the rugby kicking off properly, uh, places are going to be ram jammed again. Uh, so good luck to Ireland over the weekend. It's Sunday, I think our game is with Romania. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Which, let's face it, we should. Let's hope so. Wish we should hockey. You know what I mean? You know, good luck to you, Romania. I didn't even know you had a rugby team. <laughs> I'm completely, <laughs> exactly. I'm completely honest with you. Uh, but uh, best of luck against the uh, number one team in the world. That's it. We don't really, we don't really perform in World Cups historically. We haven't really done well, but. We're not. We're going to jinx it if we. If we I've say got a good feeling about this. <laughs> see now, see now what you've done. Well, I've got a good feeling about it. Romania's going. You're to... unstoppable. Yes, that's that's. Uh, I don't know. Come on, Ireland. Best of luck. Anyway, lots of rugby for the next five or six weeks, which uh, keeps me very happy. All right, years and years, King. Ladies and gentlemen of Cork and Beyond, it's seven fourteen, and welcome to Friday. Uh, Victoria, men. Yeah. Men? Men, men, men. Men. We don't know what we did. We never know what we did. We oh. just don't know. We just get in trouble for nothing. <laughs> Is that it? And then um, <laughs> sometimes we have to pretend we're at work to do the things that we love to do. Right. You know, like if we have interests and hobbies and whatnot. Right. I got to pop into work there for a couple of hours and then you're playing darts down somebody's shed. Is that it? That's what happens. Hang on a second. This man is, uh, he's a mountain biker. All right. 
He's out flying down a hill on a mountain bike and he's recording this bit of audio, but he's turned it into a Christmas song. You better watch out. You better not die. You better not crash. I'm telling you why. Because you told your wife you're at work. <laughs> <laughs> Um, a lot of people uh, getting in contact over the, the UFO clip we played, played earlier. Uh, a lot of UFO fans out in Cork this morning. Canada's former defence minister said this. I decided to go public and say, for the first time, of anyone of cabinet rank from the G8 uh, group of countries, that UFOs are as real as the airplanes flying over your head. There's one species that looks something like a praying mantis. The short uh, greys are the ones that you see in the cartoons. The Nordic blondes, for example, uh, are so similar to humans that they can walk down the street and not be detected. None of them are exactly the same. Next time you're coming down by Henchies now or Summerhill North watch out for those uh, Nordic Nor- blondes the Nordic blondes are the you ones go. you need to walk out for watch out for Dolce. Canada's former defence minister there, there you All right, go. top official in the Do military you know what I mean? and this is great Michael Caine uh, one of the funniest and nicest human beings yeah. and he's just an outstanding actor and I just love him because of all the Batman stuff that he did as well um, speaking recently about an incident that happened to him and how a little bit of confusion around his name we're making a picture in the Philippines and I'm in Manila and we were invited to this very, very posh, expensive house to a party and I'm being introduced to people and saying they're getting a drink and all that and the hostess is standing over there and she's looking at me rather nastily considering that I'm a guest, you know. And I, there was a moment when I was a bit free and she went, so I went over her and she said, are you a drug dealer? <laughs> I said, no, why do you ask? She said, why is everybody calling you my cocaine? <laughs> Red FM Breakfast with KC. Fix VIPs. Leonardo DiCaprio is all over the press again. Why? Because he's got another new girlfriend who's 25 years old. Like, he's unbelievable, isn't he? His reputation for dating young models. Whatever you're into, you know. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, think she's 25. Yeah, but you like, know. he dumps girls just as they turn 25. Like, this this new girlfriend now, there's a 23-year age gap between... You're all just jealous. That's what it is. Do you think you're that's what it is? Just jealous. Do you think so? <laughs> anyway, she's Italian model Vittoria Soretti. Yeah. And uh, she's pretty hot, so I guess that's probably where... Well, uh, I don't think you're going to see him <laughs> going out with a moose. He's not, no. <laughs> but uh, he's he's been asked about that situation before. He's never addressed it, but Ricky Gervais did at the Golden Globes. Oh, did he what? Yeah. <laughs> Once upon a time in Hollywood, nearly three hours long, Leonardo DiCaprio attended the premiere, and by the end, his date was too old for him. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I'm all for dating whoever you want, right? But you like, do you, boo. What do you talk about? TikTok. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, I, if there's anybody out there listening this morning who is going out with somebody and there's a really big age gap, whether they're younger or older than you. I just want to know, and it's not a criticism. No, I'm, not I'm at all. genuinely interested yeah. in how it works. I think it gets into the weird sphere when you're 87 and you're going out with a 30 year old. I think that, like, I mean, yeah. that's just a bit 
you know, I just don't is know there what a motive there? Common. I don't know what you have in common. Text or WhatsApp 0868 104 106 if you're in a relationship with someone, there's a huge age gap. Talking of dating, yeah. see what I did there? What a pro. <laughs> Would you go on a TV show to find love, Casey? Not on your Nelly. I do love watching first dates, do though. You? I mean, it's just fascinating. So if it isn't awkward enough going on a date, you go on telly and yeah. millions of people watch it. Yeah, well, here's a new angle to one of those kind of shows. Davina McCall is going to be presenting a brand new show that's going to come up on ITV. And it's called My Mum, Your Dad. So basically, if you've got a mum or a dad that are single, you nominate them to go on to this show. They live in a big fancy house with a load of other single mums and dads. And this is the weird bit. The kids that nominated them get to watch the whole thing in an outhouse. What? With pillows over their face. Like, would you want to see your mum and dad shifting? <laughs> would you? <laughs> would you? No, no like, not cringe. at this stage of life, no. Like, I mean, and, and, nor any stage of life, to be honest with you. But uh, here's a quick trailer from the, from the show. We're okay if you want to start dating again. I just want to give love and be loved. I would love dad to have someone. I miss coming home to someone. Are you worried about whether you're ready? Yeah. Been 37 years since we've been on a date. We're a bit rusty. Like, oh, whether, whether you're the parent or whether you're the kid, like, if you're the parent, you don't really want to wa- have your kids watching you, and if you're the kid, you don't really want to be watching your parents. So, anyway, make some for some cringy TV, I'd say, but probably worth a watch. Cringy TV is great yeah. TV. <laughs> it is. Uh, Vic's VIPs, thank you, Victorious. How dad were the dad gags? Very, very daddy. Yes, they were. It's time. I was, I was holding back on this award-winning content for seven shows. <laughs> but much to uh, Victoria's disgust, it's the return of dad gags. Yes! All right. Oh, you're such dads. Good morning. My name is Casey, dad of three. Terrible rapper, rubbish MC, but when it comes to dad gags, I am dad gag king. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to give you the first opportunity to bring us uh, your best dad gag, please. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> It's raining cats and dogs outside. Mm-hmm. Mind you, don't step in a poodle. <laughs> what? <laughs> Lads, <laughs> which bear is the most condescending? I don't know. No a panda. <laughs> <laughs> How do you get a country girl's attention? I don't know. A tractor. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. Elevator jokes, Victoria. Yeah. Why, why are elevator jokes so funny? I don't know. They, they work on many levels. So. <laughs> <laughs> I actually sung that laugh. It was so bad. Go on. Be my guest. So the wife keeps saying to me, for the love of God, would you stop singing that Oasis song, Wonderwall? And I said, well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like that one. Thank you. Hey. And I missed the button. Oh. There you go. I like that one. Would you like more or would you like me to quit radio? Uh, <laughs> yeah, let me quit radio. Okay, all right. <laughs> I used to hate facial hair, Rory. Right. But, you know, then it grew on me. <laughs> Sundays are always really sad, but the day before is Saturday. Sad, is that a Saturday? Oh, that's quite clever. Not bad, is it? work, yeah. Dogs can't operate MRI scans. Did you know this? No. no. Cat scan. <laughs> That's a, that, that is absolutely Where incredible. Where are you getting these from? They're dad gags. They're supposed to be rubbish. You just sit, you just sit at home in the evenings making these up, don't you? <laughs> I lost my job at the bank on my first day and a woman asked me to check her balance, you see, and I pushed her over. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wait, there's more. One more. Are you ready for one more? Make it stop. Oh, two more. Come on, two more. Make it stop. What are Michael Jackson's pronouns? I don't know. Hee <laughs> 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 I know. <laughs> okay, one more. If this is a sporting gag. Go home. Okay. <laughs> did you know that Formula One superstar Max Verstappen, did you know his brother is a taxi driver in Belfast? What? And his name is Hank. Hank's Verstappen. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up to Red FM Breakfast with KC on Cork's Red This happened yesterday. Where's the number stat? Did you write it down? Uh, I wrote it down, yeah. What does it say there? It says 40,529 euro 62 cents. It is correct. Congratulations, Sophia. Thank you. You really weren't expecting this, were you? No, not really, but it is it is, it is helpful. What's the first thing you're thinking of? Probably then I'm going to get some of the charity and the rest. Um, I'll do something for my daughter. Absolutely incredible. What a legend. That money's going to Clonic Hilty this morning. Jafar, well done. Red FM's Cash Machine. He picked up the call yesterday. He had the numbers written down. He entered and he won over €40,000. Wake up to Red FM Breakfast with KC on Cork's Red.